This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. When my soul was in the lost and found, you came along to claim it. I didn't know just what was wrong with me. Till your kiss helped me name it. Now I'm no longer doubtful of what I'm living for. And if I make you happy, I don't need to do more. Cause you make me feel, you make me feel, you make me feel like a natural woman. Hello and welcome to the Mocha Minutes podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. I feel like I could not, that had to be the earworm this week because not only did a lot of y'all, hashtag y'all, get got by a fake site, putting out a fake tweet, causing a fake outrage. Not only did y'all get got, y'all kept showing your hand the whole time. If you have ever actually looked at the lyrics of natural woman, or you make me feel like a natural woman, you can see that in no part of this song is she talking about biology at all, ever, ever. She's singing about that deck. She is singing about actually feeling seen by her mate. So if you all are on the clock app or the tickety talk, I implore you to follow Diamond Styles with a Z and look at her two videos that's talking about this. Diamond Styles is a trans woman educator and she's just very funny. She's very pretty. Um, so to listen to that in her latest video, she said, this kind of song is where cis women and trans women meet. I'm like, yeah, because you listen to this song. This is literally just about being seen. Mm-hmm. That's it. But then people are like, what's wrong with her saying she feels like a natural woman? It's like, she's only talking about being in love, y'all dumbasses. See, I don't like calling people dumb. It's too early in the damn, it's too ter- early in the episode for me calling y'all dumbasses. And I'm sorry for calling y'all dumb. I'm sorry for calling you dumb. Maybe I meant you were stupid. Maybe that's what I mean. I just, I'm like, First of all, so the thing about it is, I was like, well, that's a fake site. I'm like, yeah, but some real people said some transphobic shit. 
Mm. It's like, so y'all are real people who fell for this. And like, the thing about this kind of thing, it always demonstrates, like, literally, we can see y'all. It's like, we see y'all every time. It's like, every time it's like, girl, I was like, who said that? It was like, uh, mm. and then, so that's the thing. When that's kind of stuff saying like, the the what if someone says the trans community feels i'm like nope stop <clears throat> do you see a black trans woman there <laughs> if you don't shut the hell up <laughs> it's like eh, eh, eh. <laughs> nope because <laughs> bad enough this is the second time this week some trans some black trans woman had to dig in y'all ass first it was about this song and the second one was about beyonce and people say we're so offended that she went and got paid 24 million dollars to perform i'm like oh, okay so are y'all eating chick-fil-a while y'all saying that and I think T.S. made a really good point because she was like, in these red states where they're passing all these homophobic laws and transphobic laws, mm-hmm. and she's not supposed to perform there too when she goes on tour. Like, what exactly? Like, what's, 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 what's y'all boggle? Because I'm like, one, y'all be sitting here saying Boosie right. <clears throat> Siobhan no. got a point. <clears throat> I don't mm. want y'all teaching my kids. I don't want my kids around this lifestyle. Um, trans athletes in school, that's not fair to the other kids. I'm like, can't but even name a trans athlete. Can't, can't even name one. I'm like, please name one that has beat everybody, literally, and I, not just one by a few seconds, literally trounced the competition. You ain't going to find one. It's like y'all show y'all. It's like y'all hashtag y'all. Y'all show y'all hand because I'm sitting here like, oh my god, I can't believe it. This is just you're an ally, really. Are you, so? Are you eating a crispy sandwich from Chick Fil A, or are you eating um the grilled sandwich, or are you eating the nuggets, or are you having a chicken biscuit? Let me know. Hmm. You still going to Disney World? Let me know. Let us know. You still listen to Boosie? Let me know girl anyway y'all the voice that you hear is my boo <laughs> cook from the oh i feel like i want to say like highly inappropriate podcast i feel like i just want to give you a theme song for no apparent reason yes <laughs> cook, how are you thank you so much for I'm being here, here. Ooh, honey, I'm here. My dog is on one. So if he start trying to be a part of the show, I apologize. All, that's I made him stop being an old black man. Cause we we're gonna talk about old some other old black man while we're here on the show. But I need your dog <laughs> not to be some old black man. What what the hell y'all what they talking about? What the hell y'all look <laughs> we are on sir, what we doing? Like, he just want to be all up in my face right a, now. He, like he would look here. He want to be. He is the Diddy in your house. He all up in the videos. Oh, <laughs> <no> bull. <laughs> he all up in. He like. He all up in the videos. Come on, Papa Diddy Pop. That that that. Show us your new baby. I'm kidding. That is named Roscoe. So he an old man for real. Oh my god. He got an old man. See, that's the thing. I am thinking about um adopting a dog. And literally, I want to name it Demarcus. Don't ask me why. <laughs> he just... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. If I get a dog, he gotta have an old man. He gotta have a he gotta have a human name. And I'm like, but I want to go. I want to name him Demarcus. I'm gonna go go Demarcus. Go Demarcus. <laughs> 
Oh, I like Latavius. No, that's too close to the future. Oh my God. All it makes me is <laughs> like, nope, because I don't, I don't need them kind of problems. You tell me a canine version of future just, you know, they don't wear, um, they don't wear condoms anyway. I'm like, man, just like he running around, he'd be like, life good. Sir, why are these raggedy little babies in my damn backyard? Because you can't stop lifting your leg on some lady. That, um, TikTok where the girl was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. You gonna raise your baby? Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> wait, I tell you, I was scared. Uh-uh, you ran me. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Not in these, not in these pet streets. Black um people with pets. Everybody's like, black people bad with animals. You obviously have never met too many black people. No, you we haven't. treat our pets like children. Uh, <laughs> what the hell are we over there doing? So can we have a conversation? It's a dog. What is happening here? <laughs> but again i'm trying to name i'm trying to get a dog and name him demarcus so you know i can't say nothing get them all the way together i'm just saying it's like look like like what's your dang name demarcus and i wish you would say something mm-hmm. it's demarcus okay get the middle name. right i know i'm trying to think should it be like i'm thinking like demarcus Calvin, look, I need something. Okay, I gotta think because I'm about to say Oliver, and I'm like, because you know, it's like you know how they say where every like every black woman knows somebody with a middle name Nicole. My middle name is Nicole, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like every black woman is like it's Lee Nicole, and it was something else. And I was like, okay, so first of all, I feel attacked. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in the group, but then I was thinking about like black men. It's like I feel like black men literally have like middle age like Edward, James, Lee. It's like yeah, wait Jerome. a minute, Jerome. It's like Jerome's a a good solid like first name. You know what? It's gonna be Demarcus Lee. Yep, Demarcus like Lee Williams. Quill. You like who? John Quill. Oh, John Quill. Oh my God. <laughs> I said I gotta have like this. Like, I'm sorry. Like, he can't be like, what's your name? Dog's name Rover. The fuck? That's whack. <laughs> I'm not sitting here judging dog names. I ain't got no sense. But y'all already knew that. That I ain't got no sense. But yes, <laughs> the Marcus will be coming hopefully in the next year or so, maybe. Okay, let's start low key and let's start off happy because we're gonna be talking about some stuff but let's start low-key with the 2023 oscar nominations um Mm -hmm. i just want to say that my beautiful black actress angela bassett is nominated Mm -hmm. for an app for an oscar for wakanda forever a comic book movie big budget y'all said these people don't be acting angela ate up the fucking scenery okay she served as Queen Romanda, and it's I'm like, here for it. I'm look. I want her to win because it's long overdue. First and foremost, absolutely. Like, and I think this was a really great performance for her. She put that whole movie on her back. She, she did. really, did. she really did. And um, I, I, I'm looking forward to it because I know Michelle Yeoh also got nominated, and I've been a huge fan of her since when my Chung. Asian auntie. Ever since Wing Chun, okay. I've been a, a fan of hers. Um, so I think it's well deserved for her. She's been giving some great performances through over the years. Um, I didn't finish Everywhere All at Once. 
I gotta start it because it's well, I think it's on what Paramount or Discovery. It's well, I think it's on Paramount. I'm right now. It's one of it's streaming, and I was like, oh shoot, I can watch it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so Michelle Yao, who is all right, everybody's Asian auntie. Don't play with us. She I let me tell you something. We don't play about her, okay? We don't play about Michelle Yao. She is the first Asian woman to be nominated for a actor. Oscar lead actor, not supporting lead, and she needs to win. They need to go get absolutely. I'm like y'all going to get off our nerves, okay? Please, mm-hmm. no, it's happening. I'm like I'm here for Michelle Yao. I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't, and I and I get it, and I get it. So and she was go also pretty good in The Witcher Blood Origin. Really, I have I got to start I that. It. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Girl, I watched the whole thing. Really? Like is it, it. good? Ooh. To me, because I like I like The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of I liked it. Mm-hmm. So I like this one. It was a little different. I've watched most of the side stories for it. Um, this, so is this, this a comic movie. book movie? Is it a video game? Is just a book? Because I haven't seen so any of them. I think The Witcher is based off a comic book. Don't quote me on this. Okay. Um, I'm not familiar with the comic books. I watched it on HBO one Christmas and I was like, oh, this is, you know, giving me mm. all the things I like. Epic okay. monsters and fighting and all that kind of stuff and good storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, the original, the first one was like told like out of order. So oh. you really have to pay attention to the story because the beginning is the is the end and the end is the beginning. Mm-hmm. One of those deals. And I okay. thought the way it was really clever. And then the second um, season ended on a really good cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they do the third season. Even though Henry, what is his name? Henry, Henry Campbell. He's, yeah, he's out. Because when they say he was out, I'm like, wait a minute. So we're like, is the show I done? Know. I was like, is it done? Uh, is the show done? Like, I think they're going to recast him. I think oh, they're going to recast him. Okay. So I'm going to stick beside him. I'm going to oh, stick beside dang. him. Oh, Henry, Henry Cavill. Here we go. How, like, how he how he out here acting up but i liked him okay okay can you tell me because i so was that why he's like being problematic like what the hell look here what the hell i don't know they never said what he did i'm like wait a minute i was like like, he problematic what he do I think he did something inappropriate, but it's like he, first they uh, got rid of Superman, then this. I was like, what is he out here doing? Right, because it's like the I think the thing that I remember about him being problematic it was around like you know the height of the white women's Me Too, not Me Too, but the white women's Me Too. Yeah, I said it. Um, when he was talking about he only dates like ex ex um girlfriends because you know I don't want people to get out here thinking that. You know, I'm trying to do anything, and I'm like, say, time out, nigga. You are Superman. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh gosh, you know when niggas say that, that's a red flag when they be like, wait a minute. I'm like, I don't want people to say, sir, you're fucking Henry Cavill. You are Superman. You're a conventionally attractive white man. It's very muscular. Are you fucking kidding me, right? Well, you, girl what and this was years ago and i think he ended up apologizing there's probably some stupid i don't really remember it but he did a i think he kind of apologized i'm sorry you know when the, i'm sorry ifs which is not really an apology but that's neither here or there but i was like i remember looking at it going because shantae and i talked about it we were like what it's like yeah i'm like you're henry cavill like 
honestly, one, sex, I'm sorry, SA is not about attraction, it's about power anyway. But still though, sir, you're Henry Cavill. I don't think you are gonna have these problems. I don't I don't know what's wrong with these niggas. It was like, but I guess okay, but then I think about Brendan Fraser, where it's like he got blacklisted when he even brought it up. And I'm like, so and then so I'm all about one seeing this resurgence uh, for him. Yes, because I'm I'm a huge mummy fan. The mummies was my, was my I shit. love those movies, except for that third one, which is like, girl, what the fuck is this with they, these Asian people? <laughs> I was like, I have so many questions. Uh, I really do. But I'm just kind of like with, it, um that movie with honors. He was really good. He was always really good in those movies. I like I like Brendan Fraser. So to see him, but okay. So let's I'm a so we, we mentioned Michelle Yao. We mentioned um Angela Bassett. I just want to talk about the actors because of course Ruth E. Carter was getting nominated. I don't yes. know what to tell y'all. I'm like, there's app if you've seen Wakanda Forever, th- bitch. It's like just seriously, don't even ha- just just mail her her award. Thank you so much. Like, seriously, what are we doing? So it's like, seriously, what what are we doing? Um, everywhere, everything everywhere, all at once got a lot of nominations. The director, actor, supporting actor, actress, supporting actress. It was like, oh yeah, it's like just yeah. so I'm kind of glad that Michelle. Yao and Angela Bassett are in two different categories. Like, yeah, Michelle Yao mm-hmm. is in lead. Angela is in supporting. I'm like, that actually kind of makes me very, very happy because I'm and like, no. Gunpowder Milkshake um, last year was a year before last. I can't remember, 2021 or I think it was Ooh. 2020. They were in Michelle Yao and Angela Bassett. They were in Gunpowder Milkshake. They were because they, 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 they were in a movie together. I thought. That was gunpowder milkshake. Okay. Okay. See? Look at that. So it was like, um, one, I need that again. I think it was somebody said, I want these two people in a movie. Oh, it was <laughs> I think it was Brendan Fraser and somebody else. I'm like, they were. They were in the in the mummy. Oh no, it was it was Brendan Fraser and somebody else. They're like, I want them in a movie. I'm like, they were in a movie. They were in the third mummy together. Mm. Oh, oh yeah! It was Brenda Fraser, Michelle Yao. I'm like they need to be in a movie together. They are. Oh, it's the third movie, yeah, because she's in it. She's in the third Mummy too. She was. Mm-hmm. She's towards oh, the so- end, and I'm only remembering this because when that tweet came, I'm like, "Do y'all are y'all in my house watching me?" Because I had watched the movie again because I'd watched all the mummies. Um, yeah, and sidebar. Um. If you watch this Mummy Returns and then the Scorpion King, please know how those two movies don't make a fucking sense. It's like, they wait a minute. Know. It's like, wait a minute, time out. It's like, wait a minute, he is an evil. How did he get from, I'm smiling this lady who's a like psychic to Haku Mashente. What the fuck is happening here? How did he turn evil? Like, y'all... The, they did that the, so the rock would have something to do and i i have commentary because i watch black adam the rock don't need to make so that, more movies honey, unless mm, he's making the movies oh, to the rivers and lakes that he's used to baby let me tell you something when it comes to dwayne johnson because i gotta talk to him because his daddy's a whole black man um mm. when it comes to his movies i don't need them to make sense i just need to be his big sexy ass to be in it and show me a little bit of like, show me a little uh, bit of clavicle and 
um tattoos. <laughs> However, comma, but they need is, to be good. Right, <laughs> exactly. They don't need to be they don't need to make sense because for some reason I like the movie Rampage. And when I tell you that don't mm. make sense, I'm like, but that's based on a video game, kind of like Jumanji. I thought I wasn't gonna like his Jumanji, but I was like, no, this is actually kind of cute. So I'm glad they didn't do because it's like with y'all remaking movies that Robin Williams was in, it's like, yeah, y'all not gonna do this well. So just kind of go on your own lane, kind of like why well, I don't mind Will Smith as the genie in the lane. Because I'm like, there's no possible way you can outdo Robin Williams because that part was written for him. There's mm-hmm. no way you're going to like you. You're not going to outshine Robin Williams because they designed it around him and his stand up style. Yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. girl. So it's like, it's like, oh, so Black Adam for me, it was like I say all that. My like, I don't need his movies to make sense. However, comma I need a DC. EU movie to make sense. That oh, thing Lord. drove me nuts. And I'm like, it fell into the same trap as um Aquaman, where it was like, seriously, what the fuck is this movie about? Hey, who Honestly, are you? As a DC fan, as a Batman fan, I just right. stick to the animation. I just stick to the animation because girl, the live action, like, and that's the thing. They're really fucking up, and they need to just embrace it. They need to just make an R-rated movie Please and do. need to embrace all that they are as far as DC because they have a lot of material that's really so dark, and they much. just need to embrace the darkness and just make it R-rated. Don't try to make it family friendly. Just go ahead and make it rated. Just the Batman movie should be rated R anyway. Correct. They just need to be rated R and you just embrace the darkness and just bring out the zany. Correct. Yeah, that's it. Go I will it. need y'all to keep doing this because it's like, cook, I'm the same way. When it comes to animation, please give me Justice League and Batman the animated series and, and inject it into my veins. All of the animated mm-hmm. Batman and all of the animated um, Justice League stuff, fucking love it. I like literally digested um at least quarterly um um what's his name is it john stewart who's the black green lantern they have an animated um cartoon on hbo max oh they do it's good yeah because i'm sorry i like the black john i like the black green lantern i loved it on (laughs) end i didn't necessarily hate ryan reynolds movie it was just too fucking long yeah, it was, it's like it was, okay, girl. Like, what the hell? Like, wait, this movie now. And of course, what did it have? Angela. Yeah. And it's like, so it's kind of like, girl, do better. It's like, and the thing about it is, it's like Dwayne Johnson movies don't be making a look of sense. I don't care because I like looking his ass. If you're gonna be in a comic book movie that has source material, fucking mm. make it good. Stop being like, what the hell is this? And who the hell is that? And what? Why? Why is all of this and why? And the bad part about it is he wasn't the worst part of the movie. It was the plot. However, comma, y'all put a whole lot behind this movie. I'm like, I wish y'all had put a whole lot behind the screenplay and the editing. Yeah, I said it. And it was like, one, another <laughs> fine-ass Black man being the damn villain in these movies. First, it was Yaya and Aquaman. Then he got out his harsh, his snacky ass. It was like, what the fuck is going on here? Stop putting these fine-ass Black men in this movie that are whack. Aldis Hodge looked good in that damn, movie. he looked good. It was like, like this screen. Aldis Hodge is, he is so good. fine. He is so yeah. fine. But like, that movie was terrible. It's like, I was like, I, it's like, the bad part about it is Wonder Woman 84, 
was worse mm-hmm. for me. Cause I oh, was like, God. that was the worst. It was like I got lost. I'm like, I'm sorry. Why the hell is Steve back? I'm like, I missed all of that. I'm like, wait, why the fuck is he back, girl? And I was like, you wasting Chris Pine, Chris Fine, as I like to call him. You wasting him. You got my girl Kate. Was it Kristen? And it's like here she was trying to like move from being comedy comedy to an actual serious actress. And y'all got what the fuck was that? I'm like, girl. Come on, y'all. It's like y'all got way too many, y'all got way too many stars ready to sign up for DCEU for y'all to just be fumbling. Like it's like y'all are the Atlanta Falcons and y'all blowing a 28-3 lead every damn time the movies premiere. It's like, god damn it. Okay, you know what? They just need to go ahead. Like I said, those movies need to be ready to R. Just do better. It's like, and now y'all saying like Jim Gunn gonna come, and I'm like. And what he gonna do? And the fact that they're moving, they're not, they're not doing a black anim too. Cause one, in some world, and mind you, I'm not like if y'all really want blurdy shit, please listen to blurred comics. Please listen to why so serious, because they be knowing the fuck more than I do. Listen to old man Wade. But it could have swore Superman and Shazam are in the same universe. So literally, yeah. Henry Cavill should have been in Shazam. Shazam should have been in Black Adam. It's like, yeah. no, y'all are all in the same universe. Girl, what the fuck is happening here? It just, it's, it, it, there's just no real planning. Or, it's a lack of planning around it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the difference is Marvel was, was well planned. It's yeah. well planned. And it's connected. Mm-hmm. And um, I I say that as someone who regularly watches Marvel's movies in the timeline order, yeah. I, what they did with Iron Man was Iron Man really was a really good movie. Was really good movies. It, it was really so good. good because one, it was supposed to be the Incredible Hulk movies because y'all couldn't get. I can see why y'all not trying to do what y'all did with Spider Man and keep doing redoing these movies. No, 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 no. Don't don't do this. Just let it start with Iron Man. Technically, it's an incredible Hulk. But those movies aren't all that good. I finally watched the Ed Norton one, and it's not terrible, but it's Ed not... Norton, but it just... It, no. It's like... Yeah. The I watched the one with Eric Bana. It's just... Banner, it's too arty. It's too artsy. It, it, that one wasn't... It, was, it wasn't until it came to... um What's his face? He kind of embraced it a lot better. Yeah. It's like, I, I kind of like Homeboy as... as um, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. I like him as... It's like, he just works, and I don't know why it is. Because Ed Wharton... Yeah. It's not so that he, he didn't he work. It's like... like... <laughs> it's like, I, I guess? I mean, I guess? Because <laughs> I, I had a huge crush on Eric Banya back in the day. I thought he was so fun. Troy, yes, wine, yes. but he wasn't an incredible Hulk type. It's guy. like you just kind of go, y'all just putting a star here thing. It's going to work. It's not going to. It, yeah. It's just not. It's like y'all can't do this again. It was like, yeah, great. thank you for not attempting to do any Incredible Hulk movies because right now it's like, no, we are not doing this. No, we're not. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I went back to watch the Ed Norton one is because of um the She-Hulk show. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know who that person was. When, mm-hmm. So I didn't know and I was like, who the heck is he? I'm like, oh hell, I gotta watch a movie. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Then I watched yeah. it going like, this is not a terrible movie, but it's not great. It was it was okay. It was, it was okay. It, it was, was it wasn't most horrible thing I've ever seen. 
There's not no, a movies no. for that. But it was like, it wasn't, you know, the last X-Men with the Phoenix saga, which I want to smack. Oh, boy. I'm like, when I tell you, as somebody who is a old school wheat cook, we are old school X-Men Saturday morning cartoon watchers. And that <laughs> Phoenix saga, that was multiple episodes. That oh, was like they totally dropped the ball with it. Was it was like, y'all can y'all tried to do it with the first set with Hugh Jackman. Now you're doing this. I'm like, y'all can't do this. Y'all can't do this. Just pick something out with the X-Men. Pick something else. Pick something <sighs> else. And, I, and I'm nervous about Blade. I, I really am. Even though I <laughs> like the Blade movies. I, one, I love him as Blade, but it's like when... People are dropping from the production. I think they're finally in production now. I'm like, I just want this to be good. Cause I want, I'm like one, I didn't even realize till years later that this is, he's a comic book and it's a Marvel comic book. Like, oh, well, shit. I watched the original um, Blade a few weekends ago Mm -hmm. when I had a mom. Mm -hmm. I turned it on and Wesley Snipes really did that. He was so, he was, it, like I don't say perfect casting for a lot of things, but he was a very good blade. He he was blade. He really it's like he blade. is blade. He really truly mm-hmm. is. And I know Blade Trinity is one of those things where it's like, oh, it's terrible. I'm like, I kind of enjoyed <laughs> it, but it's like that wasn't about blade anymore. The first two were really good. Though. Yeah, the first two are are classic. Blade Trinity is very much like it's up for debate. Yeah, yeah. It's it like just, this is up for debate. I don't know. But I'm eager to see what Mahershala is going to do with it. I think Mahershala can pull this off. I think he can. I just think they need the right people around yeah. it to kind of get it off the ground. But we'll see. I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. It's like I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm nervous, but I'm like, let me I just be half glass full. I'm gonna be half glass full on this. Let me just be half I glass full. I believe in Mahershala. Yeah. I believe well, let me in just him. do that. Even though I want them to bring cotton mouth back in that. But I I believe mm. in him. Lord, that bad petrol on that show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got to this tangent because we're talking about Oscars. So for the actor, these I have to say these categories are kind of stacked. So for lead actor, you got that boy who's faking that accent for Elvis, Colin Farrell, who let me tell you something. That was my white man. Me and him were going to have some beautiful biracial children. We still can. You talking about the Banshee movie? Yes, that's the I thing. Like, that movie. So okay, and I haven't watched it. I'm like, oh, I can watch this. So I can watch that. I can watch Michelle Yeoh's movie. Good. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I can watch this because I just like Colin Farrell. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. but I've I've liked him for a very long time. I've seen a lot of his movies. The RT one, Hearts War, is something that is just fun to watch on a Saturday afternoon when it's raining outside. I started the penguin, but I didn't finish it. Mm. But I like not the penguin, the lobster. I'm sorry. I started the lobster, but I didn't, I couldn't get all the way through it. I didn't have time to sit down and really get into it like I wanted to. But the movie he's nominated for Banshee, mm-hmm. and it's good. Isn't it like friends? It's like, ooh, I'm like, we deep about this friendship thing. I'm like, ooh, now I gotta watch it. I'm like, let me get my brain together when I watch it. It is an allegory for when you have to move on from people. Mm. 
it's I mean, I'm like, it's heavy, but it's like, you know what? I'm all for it. Let me get, give it, insert it into my veins. So Brendan like Fraser, our baby, he is nominated. Mm-hmm. Bill Nye is for The Living and Paul Mescal for After Sun. I don't know what these things are. But best lead actress, Kate Blanchett, who was like, girl, these are just the words. Bitch, fuck you. Just give it to Michelle. Okay? This is Michelle's category to win. It should not be her category to lose. Just give her the fucking award. I don't care. I don't care. So from what I remember from what from what I did see from everything everywhere all at once, mm-hmm. she played so many characters. Mm. She did a good job. She it mm. was it's you gotta see it. It's yeah. it's trippy. It is very trippy. <clears throat> so oh, then I gotta watch it. So Brent Brian Tyree Henry is nominated mm-hmm. for a movie called Causeway. I've not seen it. And mm-hmm. Ki Hai Kwan or Hugh Kwan, and I'm sorry if I'm screwing up his name, is nominated from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I did not find out until about three and a half weeks ago that that was data from the Goonies. I said, I want to vote for Paperboy. You want to vote for Paperboy? That paper, yep, Brian T. Henry, Paperboy is nominated for an Oscar. And so in data from the Goonies. I'm like, yeah. $50 bill. I said, girl. And to watch him just be like, I didn't ever think I'd be back in this room again. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And to see him and Brendan Fraser, I'm like, I'm sorry. This is the relationship I want to watch. I just I, I just ship them as a bromance. I, I truly, truly do. I, I was like, this is so cute. I just love this. And then best supporting actress is, of course, Angela Bassett, Hong Chow from The Whale. I still haven't seen it. I've, I've had I have thoughts about this. Carrie Condon from the Banshees of Inishirin, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Laurie Strode. I, I love her. And also <laughs> Stephanie Hugh from Everything Everywhere. I'm like, yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. They're like, just give us a fucking award. Let me just say this. Not in best supporting actress. Nope. We are giving it to Angela. Do not give it to anybody else, even though I would not be mad if Stephanie from Everything Everywhere All at Once won. I would not be upset, but I really do want it for Angela because I want y'all to solidify it's, that there are actors. Exactly. Please solidify that people who are in comic book movies are fucking acting. Because there's a part of me that feels like Robert Downey Jr. should have gotten a, at least a nomination for Endgame. Endgame, you know, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like there's a few, like there's a few different in these different comic book movies we see performances like that should at least get a look mm-hmm. just a look I'm not saying when I'm just saying look I just Black Panther part 2 was just so fucking it's sick. just like it was a lot I, did not, I, it was like, I was sitting like on the brink of tears the whole movie I go home and listen to lift me up and I bawled my eyes out like, you know what I I took my daughter to see it. We went out to like the 11 o'clock, like 11 o'clock um, airing of it, mm-hmm. showing it. Because mm-hmm. I, I was like, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to do it. But it took a lot for me to go do that because mm. I was going like, to And in the beginning, like I did really good. I didn't cry till the end of the movie. I made it through mm. the whole movie without crying until the goddamn end. And then I started fucking crying, and I was like, "Damn!" Mm. <laughs> when I tell you, when we went to go see it, because I went, it was like a group of us. It was after Monty's wedding. When I tell mm. you, in that spirit, you kept hearing sniffles. I said, "Girl, what the fuck?" <laughs> <It was> like, 
I'm just glad that I had a theater of people who, when they did the opening credits, we you could hear a pin drop. I'm completely glad silent. Except for like, it was a lot. It's a lot. It's just it a, was lot. a lot. It's like, oh wow. It was like it was a lot of sniffles in our day. Yeah, and I can't wait till it comes streaming, y'all, in February. And Agua Poppy, yes, yes, mm. he can every day, twice on Sunday. <laughs> so, with the nominations, we got to talk about the snubs. Some of these were surprising. The first snub that was surprising was Taylor Swift. I'm like, girl, no, we're not doing this again. I'm not doing this with y'all. From what? <sighs> so, apparently, they wanted. Um, her because she got nominated for the Golden Globe and Critic Choice for the song Carolina from Where the Crawdad Sing that movie that I still haven't watched. And I'm like, girl, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. Job. I haven't watched it yet, but it's like, oh, and they're like, why is Taylor not nominated? Because she's not. So I was looking at the backstory of the people who wrote the book and how that boy murdered somebody. Oh, it was like a whole. It, it's like a thing. So oh. the family, the son of the people who wrote the book, he murdered somebody in some country and they covered it up. It was like a whole thing. I don't quote me on this. Oh. But it's like a it's like a controversy to it. <laughs> oh. Oh boy. It's like a okay, so it's, so so I should watch it. Is that what you're saying? Well, I I I watched the movie and I thought the movie was decent. Okay. When you read the book, I watched the movie. And um yeah, I'm not mad at the movie. But mm. the it's just <clears throat> the conflict was like, should we support the people who wrote the book mm. because they because so the people uh, who wrote the book are problematic. Right, right, uh, right, right. Okay, okay. Okay, so the, another snub that I was like, really? Okay. Um, Tom Cruise for Top Gun Maverick. I'm like, so first of all, the, the, the movie that he should have been nominated for an Oscar for is not that. It's Interview with the Vampire. I said what I said. Hmm. But it's like they're saying like he should have gotten nominated for Top Gun Maverick. I have not watched it. I also have never um, been told what the plot of the original Top Gun is. I'm like, what is the plot of Top Gun? Uh, he's going to school. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, people are like, uh, singing, flying, Tom Cruise smiling. Girl, what the fuck is the plot? What is the movie about? <laughs> when I tell you, it's so funny. I'm like, everybody knows Tom Gun. We're like, what's the plot? Um, planes, girl, the Navy, so girl, and the other guy competing against karaoke. Girl, um, Kelly like, oh, oh my God. Take my breath away. <laughs> like, what's the, um beach volleyball girl? <laughs> like, what is the black? Um, the yeah, other stuff had a family. It's like, girl, what is it for? But okay. So he's that's not a spoiler. It's like Top Gun came out in 84. Y'all should have been seeing it. I mean, we've seen it, but it's like, I'm like, y'all, what's the movie about? I have seen Top Gun. Like, we're not spoiling it because it's old as hell. It's probably, it shows every weekend. It's like, you ask somebody who's seen the movie, what is Top Gun about? Um, planes, the Navy, Tom Cruise, karaoke, you lost that love of it. Girl, shut up. What is, the, whatever. So the other snub that's very, it's surprising. 
it's surprising and not surprising, but Can I am disappointed. The Woman King. The Woman King did not. Oh. Um, mm. Viola Davis did not get nominated for The Woman King. Gina did not get nominated. Um, but Viola did get the get nomination. Um, for SAG and BAFTA for The Woman King, but she did not get an Oscar nomination. But I don't think The Woman King really, if I remember correctly, they really didn't get anything at most is probably technical but other than that not really i don't think they got any nominations it was the lady i i they were talking about it online and i've been agreeing she should have gotten nominated for supporting actress mm -hmm. um i forgot the name of her character and the name of the lady who played her but if you've seen the woman king mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about she mm -hmm. totally should have been nominated but outside of that i thought the woman king was good I That's what I keep hearing. Like everybody who has seen a Woman King said it was a good movie. Another one that got bad. it's not bad at all. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. It's not a bad movie. It just people didn't but put their like their Oscar nominated. I feel like I think it's mostly because it's Viola Davis. Viola was on. I'm saying mm. she was on. Okay. Okay. So nominated. You're so oh. stupid. <laughs> no. SAG, yes. BAFTA, yes. Mm -hmm. Oscar, that's up to date. The other one, and the thing about it is, as much as, you know, period pieces, slavery movies, civil rights mm -hmm. movies usually get all of the awards till mm -hmm. the actress the who played Mamie did not get nominated. The um, She is a wonderful actress. Mm -hmm. I love her. She was in um oh that movie with Zoe Saldana. Oh, she that, was okay. Was in that movie. She was in um The Harder They Fall. She played Cuffy. She's mm. been in a. She was on Child. She was on um The Haves and the Have Nots with Tyler Perry. Mm, okay. She's been acting her butt off for a long time, <clears throat> mm. and I think now. I'm glad that people are saying that she was at least snubbed so they know that she's a really good actress and hopefully her star just rises from from here on out. I hope so. But she is a really good actress. I adore her. Okay. So another snub is Janelle Monet for Glass Onion, which I agree I, with. I like she ate, she ate that she ate that up. I like I Glass like Onion. Glass Onion. I liked her. I really movie. liked it. I really liked. I was like, "Oh, this is cute." I just, I really, I'm one. It should have not been a knives out mystery because it's not related. It's just not. It's not related. Oh, it should just stood up. But I, it's like I think that's what got people to watch it because like, oh, it's like it's another knives out movie. I'm like, they crazy. thought it was a sequel or they mm -hmm. had to see the first to kind of watch that one. But it was the detective that made yeah. it. But right, yeah. Um, I'm not mad at this snub, but James Cameron, because y'all gonna stop trying to tell me about um this Avatar movie. I'm like, girl, it's yeah, a beautiful girl. I do not want to see this blue Christopher Columbus. I do not want to see this Christopher Columbus movie. Okay. I watched the first one in 3D, and that was and it's beautiful, great. right? It was cinematographically, cinematically, mm -hmm. it was beautiful. But the story was ass. Girl, hello? It was like, what the fuck is this? 
What is this? What is this? I remember I took Nina to see it and she cried because the first half because she wanted to see the chipmunks and I was so pissed she saw the chipmunks. <laughs> it's like I want to see that chipmunks and I was like, girl, we're gonna watch that. Bad movies, by the way, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> she was a little kid. She was it's a kid. like you know one of everybody has like when you're a kid that kid movie where it's like, girl, this is my movie. This movie is stupid. I don't care what the fuck you say. <laughs> so then we started watching Avatar as a kid. It was like, oh, and I was like, you make me so sick. sick. It was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, in this list is David Bowie, and it's like, just because it's David Bowie, I'm like, nope. You're right. It's David mm. Bowie. He got snow. Oh, I don't nice. care what y'all say. And then the one that is always going around is the woman directors, because it's not any women that are like directors that were nominated, and there were women-led um movies so mm-hmm. of course there's gina prince bythewood for the woman king mm-hmm. um so it's kind of like there there were women directors they just weren't nominated um but yeah those are the oscars y'all i'm sorry that makes me laugh every time i feel like i'm like what is my terrible movie that i'm like oh my god it's terrible i don't give a fuck what y'all say i love this movie <laughs> i gotta think about mine i know i have a list um but yeah, that is low key. That is the Oscars. Um, Angela Beggin Award. My Asian auntie, uh, Michelle, give her give her her fucking statue. Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. this the ninety fifth year of the Oscars, and she's the first Asian woman to be nominated for a lead actor? Oh, by the way, Halle Berry is still the only woman to win a black, the only black woman to win a lead actress Oscar. Child for that damn movie, that, that terrible ass movie, and I'm like, girl, what the? F-? I mean, love Holly down. But it's like, love girl, Holly I don't need to be see you with Billy Bob Thornton when his family said go split the dark oak. I'm like, how about you split down to hell? How about that? Just make it feel good. It was like, what is this? Y'all never forget watching that bullshit in the movie theater. I was the only black person in that movie theater, and I. Was you wanted to ah, fight the air? It's like get me, girl. It's like get me out of here. Get me out of here now. <laughs> what is this? I will walk out. I will walk out. Okay. But this is too much. This is bullshit. Okay. Just make it feel good. Girl, child, that movie. Ew. Okay. So <laughs> let's go find into mid key. And we're gonna go over to the clock app. So if y'all are on TikTok, you have probably heard of a man. Who talks just like this? Talks about he lives in Vegas. He rates food one through ten. Very sweet guy. Seems very socially awkward. He is admitted that he is. He is a husband. He has two little children that are very cute. He supports small businesses. Um, he eats food and make me want to eat it. He is making me want to get a steak quesadilla from um Chipotle, and I am a chicken burrito girl, and I'm like. <laughs> how do I get to like I gotta do chicken cases like girl I do chicken burritos I don't do no steak cases god damn it I'm going when it comes to the app in March I will be there that's literally what I'm about to say so Keith Lee on TikTok has millions I think he has about 9 million followers one he's mm-hmm. very endearing he helps out he goes to small businesses he like rates big things but for the most part he's doing this with his own money he's not sponsored in any sort of way um, and he just does this and you're like, well, damn, now it's like he has helped many small businesses. There was a black man with a seafood food truck that was not doing that much business. This man 
talked about his food truck and that he helped this man get $30,000. He like yeah. a small, like a family owned pizza place on the strip in Vegas was not getting any business. He raided their thing. And then it's like, that man stayed with lines. He was, the owner was like, I want to like shake you. Cause Oh my God, we're so busy. So mm -hmm. it's like, he does it mostly for small businesses. So then this, so on TikTok, a lot of people like to do what's called subliminals. So if you've heard of subtweets, subliminal TikTok. So a woman named Jillian, who is a Emmy um, award winning television producer, put out this subliminal thing talking about, you know, I just can't sit on this. Um, I'm frustrated and disappointed. Somebody stole my idea. It's someone that is beloved. And I'm sorry. Wait, I do actually have the TikTok. Hold on. So y'all can actually hear what this woman is saying. So let yeah. So hold on one second. Let me um <sighs> child, this lady. Um <laughs> when I tell you it was just like <laughs> now ma'am. While you're doing that, I just want to say Matt Barnes is a high yellow menace. Go ahead. Yeah, because I, I know he I don't need him to be a mid-level or low-level menace. Oh my god. Okay. That, I'm sorry. Why is that funny? Because it's like I can only imagine what the fuck that name is. I just sent it to you. <laughs> oh that I'm sorry, how yellow menace is literally killing me right now. Okay, so this is Miss Jill Jilly Willie or Jillian on the TikToks. I didn't know if I was going to address this or not, but I'm just so disappointed and so frustrated about the situation that I think I'm just going to have to say something. Um, I'm Jillian. I'm a TV producer. Um, I am a freelance TV producer. I worked for a lot of shows, won a lot of Emmys, just kind of good at what I do. Um, I also pitch shows to network. So I will find talent or people that I think would be great to have a show. Uh, I link with them and then create a show around them and then I pitch that around to networks mm -hmm. um, and some get sold some get sold and produced some get a no and they circle back later mm -hmm. recently there's a creator here on TikTok that is beloved by all um, I even love them and think still make they think they would make great TV but I pitched them an idea to take to networks and they basically said no in a nice way but then stole my fucking idea they just stole it so now they're doing it yeah so that's her so i just wanted you to pay attention to the fact that she said it's a creator beloved by all uh -huh. i still love them so uh -huh. she has turned the comments off on i think all of her videos at this point um but on that video in the comments because i so full disclosure y'all i saw this video and i was like oh that's chitty but it's like that's literally like happens every day that ends in why there's some like black woman who's talking about somebody stealing their idea on twitter on facebook on instagram you have seen women who said i've come up with ideas and then bigger people have stolen their ideas so at the time i liked her video i'm like oh that sucks i didn't look at the comments i just kept scrolling i liked the video and kept it moving so then apparently two days after that keith lee made a video i was like wait a minute she was talking about him I was like, wait. <laughs> was like, his video is longer. It's about three minutes, so but I'm not gonna play it. But I will say I find it very interesting that when anybody who can 
he had one he had receipts he's like this video is going around because one in the comments to that first video people are saying are you talking about keith lee now when i saw that video it didn't even dawn on me that she was talking about him or even alluding to him because it was kind of like what i did did he start and he's pitching and it. it's like what so in her comments when people say you kind of like are you talking about keith lee she liked it or people who were shitting on him, she would interact with them. So either she was liking the comments that were like anti Keith Lee or interacting with those comments. Not at any point did she say, I'm not talking about him. So on TikTok, I've seen other people who've done subtweets and people say, are you talking about this person? And people thought I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about that person. Nope. Guess again, I'm not talking about that person. So at some point between the 48 hours of you posting your video and then him posting a response, you could have flat out said, I am not talking about him. So she had an option to not, to say, I'm not talking about him. She had that option. She did not take that option. So his video is four minutes. <clears throat> I'm only going to play the beginning. I said I was going to play it at all. But what is that like? Oh, sorry. But I'm going to play the beginning. So anybody who have watched his videos, you see, one, he's socially awkward, but his face looks different. Going around, and I keep getting brought up. And I had an interaction with this person who made the video. So let's talk about it. I'm going to show you the video I'm talking about, and we're going to talk about it point by point. She's very anonymous with the names, but in the caption, she put food critic and thief. And it's over 200 comments saying, is it Keith? Is it Keith? Oh, Keith did this, Keith did that. It's been two days and she hasn't directly responded to any of them, except for the ones that are tearing me down and calling me out of my name and falsely accusing me of being a thief. Let's talk about it. I didn't know if I was going to address this or not. Okay, so I'm going to pause it right there. Now, she is, he's absolutely correct. She did not correct anybody. Because there were a lot. I just didn't look at the comments. And all of a sudden, it's like the comments are gone. I'm like, why'd you tell? Oh. Yeah. Because, girl, if you want... Because, one, she is not... This video is still on her TikTok. She did not take it down. I will, she wasn't going to apologize or nothing. She doubled down. Mm -hmm. So he went by line by line, receipt, receipt of, like, what happened with him and her. She then followed up. <clears throat> with this this is not an apology video um for two reasons one i'm not going to apologize for being frustrated about someone stealing an idea from me um it's an unfortunate part of our business and it happens a lot because ownership of an idea is a gray area but i am frustrated because the situation that i am referring to i was in negotiations i was in contracts with this person and we were negotiating with other networks and production companies to find the right place for this particular show idea they then decided they didn't want to do it and that's okay some things work out sometimes they don't but mm -hmm. then i find out that it's greenlit the same idea my idea greenlit at another network um i'm frustrated and i'm not going to apologize for being frustrated about that my original video was not to call anyone out because i don't know what i'm going to do with this situation just yet there's a potential to fight for my idea um it's a long grueling process so i don't know if i necessarily want to do it but i was just expressing my frustration i was not calling one anyone out so i'm not apologizing for that um secondly keith this is for you that video was not about you and i did not think that you would think that that video was about you because our interactions were very minimal so i'm gonna stop it right there so that's a whole minute of her talking about bullshit. This whole whole video is two minutes and 58 seconds. Okay. So 
ma'am, you are only saying this because you got your ass handed to you. <laughs> that is the only reason why you're saying, oh, I wasn't calling you out. Then why did you put hashtag food credit, hashtag thief? You were trying to call somebody out. You just thought that Keith wasn't going to say anything to you. You thought he was going to pay it. You thought he wasn't going to say anything. I'm sorry, I'd have busted your ass too. And I don't, like, that's the thing. We are, it's like, I, I can't speak for, maybe I can. We try not to drag black women. We try not to. We try to give y'all benefit of the doubt. It's like, wait, wait, let me, it's a black woman, let me behave. Let me tell you something. I, no one asked you to apologize for being frustrated. We are asking you to, one, you should have apologized for misleading everyone and insinuating he did something he did not do. That is what you can apologize for. I was frustrated and about the situation. I was trying not to say too much because I know I might be going to litigation, but I am sorry for misleading y'all to think that I was talking about Keith Lee. I was not. See how easy that is to just own up to the fact that you know what the fuck you were doing. I don't like people who literally do not take ownership. Take accountability for your fucking actions. I'm Stephanie is not going to tell you to do shit. But please, baby, know that we peeped you. Because in the video, she also said that people were coming to my um videos and saying, like, you know, I'm so glad she lost her children. Like, she's had, she's lost children. And so they're like, we're glad. And she's like, you have a responsibility. Time out, heifer. Now, hold on there, glasses. You have a responsibility. Because you didn't stop those people who were saying cash money shit and calling him a thief and him doing something to you. You ain't tell them to stop. You like that shit. Because one, you them bringing up Keith Lee brought more people to your video. Uh -huh. Baby, we are content creators. We know how this game is played. You just played long and wrong. You played this game wrong and you played yourself. When you could have just apologized to him. We're not saying apologize for you being frustrated. Somebody stole your idea that no one knows what the fuck you're talking about. There's a lot of people who keep stuff in, in the hopper. There's a lot of ideas and people are like, oh my gosh, because one, there's no possible way that nobody didn't think um, Keith Lee, a food critter on TikTok would be gold on television. How many ideas did you get? People will pitch you the same idea seven different ways. It's the same idea from seven different people who've never met each other. Girl, as an Emmy award-winning TV producer, you should know that. I'm not an Emmy award-winning TV producer, and I know that. So it's like, um, I'm just like, so I'm so put off by that. I'm like, girl, you could have just said, I'm sorry. Because I was like, one, you're like, I didn't say his name, but you didn't say it wasn't him either. Because that would have been so easy to make up, like... Y'all, I know y'all probably guessing. I'm not talking about Keith Lee. Do you know how many people do that on TikTok when they're doing subliminal like TikToks? And you're like, is it this person? You're like, they're like, no, it's not. I'm not talking about them. It's so easy for you to do that. But you thought that Keith wasn't going to say anything. You didn't think mm. he'd say anything. And then you and got you people on there. Other people were going to say something. Correct. When I tell you Keith Lee is the Beyonce of TikTok, <laughs> not too much on Keith Lee, okay? Not too much. Yeah, you can keep the... Uh, uh. Okay, uh-uh. No, we don't say that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not him. And it's like, this man is a stranger for two millions of people. And they're like, why would you say that about him? And then on top of that, not even apologize. 
you were wrong. You should have fixed it. No one's saying that you shouldn't be frustrated, darling, because I get it. We do a lot of things out of frustration and sometimes you don't handle things correctly. Apologize for how you insinuated and alluded to something that was not true and move on. Giving proper apologies moves the tide so quickly. But when you literally are standing 10 toes down, that's why you get stuck in the mud where the crawdads are. Where the crawdads <laughs> are. <laughs> okay so i had to laugh before we talk about this because i had this is my first time probably today and of course it's because of a tiktok the story of tyree nichols i had oh. not heard about this i'm like wait what the hell is happening here so for anybody who doesn't know yeah. Ty, Ty, a a man, 29-year-old man, a father by the name of Tyree, one E. That's why I probably did not hear about it because he only has one E in his name. I'm like, oh, he spells his name. I kind of like the way he spells it, though. No, Low-key. Kind of like it. So, Girl. I'm sorry. I really did. I was like, I kind of like this because it looks like Tyre, but it's Tyree because mm-hmm. he only has one E. So he is 29 years old. He was beaten to death by five Memphis police officers black all five of them are black all five of them are fired that thin Mm -hmm. blue line seemingly didn't go y'all way they the way they did it though the from because i can't watch it but from Mm -mm. what by all accounts it was they said it was more brutal what they did to him than what was done to george floyd so i think because you know our boy everybody's boy everybody's um attorney he was there um he said it, it reminded him of rodney king and i was like what mm. they broke that man's neck mm. and so i was like what the heck and then so i think it, it was him and another it was a, um a white lawyer and that mother you could hear the sorrow in her voice so the body cam video has not come out so i will warn y'all Trigger warning, that video is coming in the next few days. They've honkered, they've they've issued a warning to Memphis mm-hmm. businesses to get um what was it, riot insurance? Mm-hmm. Destruction insurance. Yep. Um, because they were like, Yeah, it's it's so far everyone who's seen it's that they're like it's that bad. Yeah. And yeah. the mother the says she's like she watched it, a few minutes. She's like I couldn't watch all of it. I'm like yeah, that's his, that's his mother. That's his mother. And um, the thing about it is is helping black people understand that Black Lives Matter. But the issue is <sighs> black police officers are just as racist as white police officers in terms of their attitudes. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about, I think what it is, is that we are under this impression that if a police officer is Black, they, it'll be a little bit more lenient or they'll cut, they'll care more. And I'm like, yeah, I'm 41. I can guarantee you that's probably 45% true. Mm. And I'm giving a lot of grace because one of the thing about it is I actually do know black police officers. I do. And they're good people. The thing about it is, is that 
when this video comes out, it's going to be an in-house conversation that's going to be outside the house. Because the first person I saw talking about this was not a Black person. It was actually a non-Black person saying, and he said, he brought it up and he said, yeah, so there's a conversation that needs to be had, but I'm not the one that's going to have it. Wait. Because huh. there's a conversation that we're going to have to have. Because one, why did one? Why did y'all beat this man like this? And the thing about it is like, what did he do? Was he like stabbing somebody actively? No, reckless driving. That is what y'all do. Like, why did he run? Because he feared for his life. It's like, I'm sorry. I have seen videos where people are literally like actively like you've seen white people. Some man had a machete. Y'all didn't shoot that man at all. It's like I've seen people actively harming people and y'all not whipping out your gun. Apparently they sprayed him with tase, they tased him, they sprayed him, but it's five big old men who have training and beat this man and snapped his neck. Uh, uh, and uh. y'all, they got fired so quickly. And let me just tell y'all, I already know. But the thing about this part of me is just like, I'm not sure, but I because it made me also think about Freddie Gray. Uh. And I think that, but the issue with Freddie Gray is that Marilyn Mosby was very overzealous with the charges because she brought up charges like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like, girl, she was like, no, I'm throwing the fucking book at them. And it did not work out in her favor, even though I still believe they did something to that man in that van. Y'all got yeah. away with it. Yeah. This video come out. With Tyree Nichols, y'all not getting away with that. Y'all are going to jail. You're going to jail. Penitentiary. To the chokey. Under the jail. It's happening. Because one, that thin blue nine is not protecting you. They didn't even get administrative leave. Nope, they just got fired. Like, hmm. After investigation, is fired. Because apparently it's happened, what, January 7th. It's like, wait a minute. So... Um, a woman had stitched the non-black person that I saw and she said I find it very interesting that black men are not talking about this I'm not surprised by that how come mm. y'all not talking about this how come y'all not talking about this and, and the thing about it, it, it it is because I think Roland Martin and, and his ascot was talking about this as well uh, <laughs> I, I do Roland Martin he has the best Oscar. seriously I hope he has a sponsorship for ascots because he deserves it. He's a Southern black man who wears ascots. Like, seriously, money in the bank. So there are black men who are talking about it. It's not getting the, it's not getting a notice of, oh, I don't know, Matt Barnes. You know, the big people, you know, where, what, what, I, you know what? I have erased their names out of my mind, so I can't even think of people's names. But all, all, all them niggas y'all thinking about who always got oh, something to say when some black woman talking, like let's like it's hang up Oprah and how dare Gail King. Y'all not talking about some dude named Emmett who live in Memphis, who of the five people beat some man to death. And yes, hmm. it's like ironic that there is some man named Emmett who is also one of the people who did this to him. Mm. and they all like some of the like they look around the same age probably like late 20s early 30s late 30s early 40s i'm kidding it's probably like between 20s and 30s when i'm looking at their photos and i don't even want to say all their names but i find it very interesting that we're not i'm not hearing too much conversation about this 
Um, y'all not talking about this because one y'all don't want it like because that's the thing the thin blue line does not cross racial lines thin blue line is only for white cops uh it's not for anybody else because they got fired so quick actually just white men cops because homegirl who um murdered that man when she got into his home they dropped her ass too you're mm. a white man. We don't care about you. Like, uh, oh, so please, but so please be, please, please send love and light and prayers and good energy to the Nichols family because that is just awful. This is just extremely cool. They beat that man like he's like stole a child. Reckless driving. Fuck you. <laughs> Reckless. Girl, what did he plow into somebody's home? No. But this is what happens when you treat black people like they animals. Like we gotta put them down like animals for jaywalking mm. or like writing a bad check for reckless driving, for walking down, for playing with a gun in a playground. Black people aren't animals, and y'all don't even treat animals like that. Uh, uh, uh. Love to the Nichols family. I want them to have justice. I don't give a fuck about these niggas. Who are these niggas? Except niggas that need to be in fucking jail, and I mean that shit. Put them under the jail. I don't care. I'm not going to do this whole thing. This is why I'm like, it is. My support is very um situational in this situation. Put all their asses in jail because y'all weren't thinking about that black man when y'all beat him to death. So don't you dare sit up on my camera and talk about your blackness. You didn't care about his? Fuck y'alls. I said what I said. Well. And that's that. High key. Let's talk about some other niggas. So, um, <clears throat> prime time in his eight toes, high stepped out of. <laughs> <laughs> he's not 10 toes down he eight toes down he left jackson and went to someplace in colorado mm-hmm. boulder <sighs> colorado maybe he just wanted to get high i don't know it's, it's legal there i don't blame you so then edward reed who is arguably the best safety ever in the nfl he is in the Hall of Fame. He is a a former Baltimore Raven. He has two. I think he has. I think he played on both team on both Super Bowls. Can't remember off time. Definitely it was twenty thirteen. Can't remember. I think he wasn't there for two thousand. Can't remember. Don't care. Um, he decided to come down and be the head coach for Bethune Cookman University. Now, I thought it was very interesting when they said they have agreed in principle for Ed Reed who had no coaching experience, to be the head coach of Bethune-Cookman. So then after um, Dion and his Atos left Jackson, Ed Reed decided to get on the internet and do some talking about HBCUs. Uh, uh, uh. Hold, please. We can listen, (sighs) y'all. Prime was not wrong about what he was saying. 
All y'all out there with y'all opinions, full of crap, don't know shit. But needless to say, I just pulled up to work. Try to, um, we're gonna try to help y'all too, man, because I know a lot of HBCs need help. I'm just here to help here first. I see it on too clearly. All our HBCs need help. HBCUs need help. And they need help because of the people who's running it. It's broken mentalities out here. I'm going to leave y'all with that, man. I got to get in the office. I hope y'all be blessed out there. 336, I see you, my bro. About to pull up in the office, bro. I got to get out here. I'm going to stop this. It's only a minute 31, y'all. I stopped it. <clears throat> if you put that voice through a voice um, simulator, something, voice disguiser, I would have thought I was listening to a white person talking about they're going to come save these Negroes. Oh, boy. Who are you to actually take the stance of I'm coming to save y'all by coaching y'all um, football team. <sighs> what the f It was like he's like it's because they're broken mentality like prime wasn't wrong. See here's the deal. Deion Sanders came down to Jackson State to coach. You know who also is um, a coach at a football team? Eddie George. Mm -hmm. former running back you've never heard him speak ill of HBCUs because he ain't walking there like I'm coming to save y'all Ed Reed I honestly am just when I heard he's going to come I'm like okay Ed Reed okay because Ed Reed is a very good bet, football player but to hear this very white savior mentality is just far and away ridiculous to me. He's talking about like, I had to get people to get on my own trash. But Thune Cookman is in Florida. And a few months ago, there was a hurricane. Uh-huh. Let me just say this. Thune Cookman is a historically black college or university. It is not only black, it's historically black. Uh -huh. HBCUs do not get the funding nor the help of their PWI, predominantly white institution counterparts. So if there are other schools, white schools in Florida that were affected by this hurricane, please know they had the funding. They have systemic things in place to take care of their children. So you saw he did his own videos talking about the school. You have students coming out. And the thing about it is, let me just say this. The students who go to these schools nothing against them because it's like girl you live there honey you live there you can say this ed reed who did not go to an hbcu and has been a very rich man for a very long time who are you to do this and you didn't even have to think shit on you weren't signed on the dotted line you agreed in principle nigga so here's this is first and foremost he shouldn't have did that. Mm -mm. 
I don't think he he shouldn't he sh well he shouldn't have did that because if you know anything about HBCUs, I I I all my my entire academic career, I've attended HBCUs. Period. Mm -hmm. Both my alma maters are HBCUs. Mm -hmm. I've not attended Bethune Cookman, but even I knew Bethune Cookman had issues. Correct. Bethune Cookman has been plagued with some serious issues for a very, 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 very long time. Mm -hmm. What those issues are, I'm not qualified to speak on. Mm -hmm. But they've been on the brink for decades. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like it, it, I think in to one extent, yeah, he thought he was going to go and he was going to, you know, do some things and get some students opportunities. But also, too, I don't think he just was well versed enough in 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 how HBCUs work. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing as an alumni. It's like, look, you go to HBCUs is what you make of it, you yeah. know? And I say that because when I was attending my HBCUs, they were not the best. At the time, when I was there in the 90s, in the early 2000s, well, no, in the 90s, I'll say that. Mm -hmm. They weren't the best. There was mm -hmm. a lot going on, you know, violence, underfunding, poor facilities, it all it's all there. <clears throat> but you make you make something of it and you survive. And you come out a better person for it. But that was the 90s. Mm -hmm. Um with this particular situation, I think that number one, he did not have a signed contract. So I don't think the school owes him anything they don't um secondly how are you gonna get down there and talk all that shit about them people and their campus mm -hmm. i think they're not gonna have something to say to you about it mm -hmm. third i think if people are gonna go to an hbcu it's not about you correct it's not about you. It is about the school. It is about the students. Mm -hmm. And it is about the impact that you can have on the on the place. But mm -hmm. it's not about your legacy or what you, you know, how you're going to build yourself. It's, or it's I'm going to come in there and save y'all Negroes. Nigga, fuck you. Don't nobody need no saving. And the thing about it is, like, so there was a petition by the students who wanted him reinstated. See, here's the thing. If I'm a student and I'm seeing videos of mold because of hurricane damage, if they're saying there is a um a rat problem, probably of uh, the remnants of hurricane damage, I'm gonna keep saying it, HBO mm -hmm. do not get the funding. Like I went to a PWI and let's just say um one I don't have the big, we did not have big budget donors, but we had a steady donor pool. Mm -hmm. Let me just say this. Ed Reed, did you go to HBCU? Do you give back to your school? Let me guess. It's a PWI, ain't it? So there are a lot of people who are, because one, 
the NFL does pluck. The NBA does pluck from HBCUs. It's not a big plucking. It's a feather here and there. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you get these big guys with these big old contracts that coming from, oh, I don't know, the UCLA's, the USC's, the FAMU's, the LSU's. They're giving back to those schools. They're not giving them to the HBCU's. So are there a lot of people who come from HBC and make something of themselves? Yes, but 10 people who are living very comfortably cannot maintain an HBCU. Hence why you saw all of these presidents of HBCUs going up to the Terror Dome in DC to sit with Trump. Be like, how dare y'all? What do you mean? These schools are struggling and they had to sit there with that evil piece of shit just to like maintain the funding that isn't enough at all. Because Um. Bethune Cookman is also a private university, not public. They're not on like, you know, we're in Maryland, there's something called the University of Maryland system. Bethune Cookman is not on something like that. It's a private university. There's no, there's no network. So for every to come down here and because the thing about it is like, you want to help do it. Do it the way a Eddie George is or Tamika Reed. Two people, one, Tamika Reed. <laughs> so if y'all don't know, she is the coach of the women's basketball st- team at Jackson State. You know, the school mm-hmm. that, um, you know, the school that Prime left. She's the head coach. Um, let's see. She has won 2020-2022. She is the SWAC Coach of the Year 2020-2021-2022. SWAC Regular Season Champs 2021-2022 SWAC Champs. That is her. Homegirl wins. And so she put out this tweet. <clears throat> this is back right after like um, the Martin Luther King birthday um, observation, which was she put it out on the 18th. Coaching at an HBCU is not for the weak. You're going to fight battles internally and externally. And if your program experienced any type of success, it will be even harder. I chose to come back for the fight, to truly even even the playing field, to do something that's never been done. You have to earn stripes to speak publicly about this struggle. If you aren't willing to roll up your sleeves, make a difference and demand others to respect us, not by words, but by actions, then get out of the way. We got something to do. Our work here is bigger than us. That is how you talk about this. You don't shit on the school and then say, I wasn't shitting on the school. Because Roland Martin and his ascot, he was fair and gave everybody a platform. So one, um, <laughs> Phil Cookman <laughs> has... <laughs> Look here, he rolled out the he rolled out the ascot and let everybody come through. So the interim um president of Bethune Cookman was there. First of all, y'all got an interim president. What the fuck happened to the other one? He got well, he speak. just got um term they terminated the um the last president because apparently let him let the interim president explain it. The previous president, when they got their money in their endowment, because I think they got like a hundred million dollars, um, he just wanted to focus on the problems and not fo- start looking into some of these solutions or resolutions or opportunities. Mm-hmm. So they just felt that he didn't have the right vision. And yeah. so ultimately they terminated him. 
um, mm-hmm. as a result. Which to me, I thought that was solid reasoning because yeah. it's like, okay, we have this money. Like, because also, in addition, he was there for like 40 some years. Mm. So he probably had been in there for so long and dealt with those issues for so long. He probably just kept naming, you know, like, well, what about this and what about this versus mm-hmm. now that it's like we have this money? What is the first thing we can do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody even made a suggestion was like, instead of spending that money on a football team, Mm-hmm. Great, fix all fix all the problems and issues facility, you know, infrastructurally you, that they have. Yeah. So the thing about it is, is like also because he, I'm saying he, Ed Reed also was got a platform to talk, and it was very, very much. I tried to help you people. Mm. Um, and so because uh, it's like. It was like, y'all, he didn't flat out say that, but that was the tone, and I didn't appreciate it. Um, Very much like, I was a dog in the school. He talking about the music. Well, you should see the way they dress. Wait, what? <laughs> it's like, I can tell. He had a nerd be up in there whining on that damn like, video. why Ning? I was like, girl, what the hell? And so, like, he cried because he's so passionate. I'm like, yeah, because one... Um, I'm like, yeah, cry me a river, sir. You, you meant every word you said. And that interim president was like, why would I have somebody here who thinks so less of this, of the institution that he's supposed to be working for? Hmm. So the thing about you can have good ideas, but you've got to look at how you doing it. And it's not what you said, it's how you said it. It's not what you were, it's not what you want to do. It's how you were doing it. You taking videos and showing this up like, I'm sorry, how is that helping anybody? Or they just gonna see, uh-huh, that, that's how these HBCUs are, because they don't have a funding of a small school in Colorado, which, by the way, only gave a promissory note to prime time as well. Promissory note. They were like, they were like, we ain't got all the money yet. I'm like, wait a minute, time out. He left Jackson State. Y'all don't have all his money, but he gone. Mm. <sighs> y'all, here's the thing. It's like y'all, Ed Reed did not have any um head coach experience. Y'all gonna make him head coach. Primetime mm-hmm. coached on his hut on his, on his husband's on his son's teams at the high school level. <laughs> He ain't had no head coach experience at the collegiate level either. Do you know how many high school coaches, and I'm not saying just get them because they are cheaper, but they also would have a little bit more experience. And you could build with this. They wouldn't be asking for like two or three million because that was the other thing. And I mean, and I took a pay cut to come here. Yeah, shut up. Be quiet. Just be quiet, because then you're being disrespectful to the whole cat, the whole coaching staff at that school. Some of them been there for years, mm-hmm. and they care about those children. You don't. You care about your name. You all us. Those, those tears were not tears of I love these kids. That was your ego. It got bruised because he was like, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" Who are you to coming down here like I gotta come here and shit save these shiftless Negroes? Listen here, step and fetch it. 
Khadija don't need you. Get the fuck out. You don't care about these children. Because why come Eddie George been there since 2021? Do you hear him talking shitty about HBCUs? He's like, if you want to come do this, just know there got to be some passion behind it. Because you you not getting University of Maryland, LSU, UCLA, USC is a totally different thing because one, until we care about HBCUs, but also we need to, uh, y'all, white people go to HBCUs too. Y'all could guilt, hashtag y'all, guilt them into caring about these schools. Put your money where you might, open your purse. You care? Get help. Set up an endowment. Pledge some money. Bequeath something to these schools. Because one, it's not that alumni don't care about HBCUs. They do. Very much so. But everybody ain't Bob Johnson. They're not Oprah. People don't have it like that. You need, that's two black billionaires. Two. They cannot finance that. They can't finance that. And all HBCUs are not Spelman and Morehouse. Come on. Or or Howard. Or the Howard. (laughs) The HU. Because Mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Howard isn't. Look, I have commentary, but I'm going to keep yeah, let, let's keep it in Cuba Howard because it's like they had their own problems. Somebody's like, excuse me, y'all have somebody running off with the church's money at Howard. And I would say as a Morgan, our campus is way better than uh, Howard. But mm. I mean, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, said I, go <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna go there, but um no, it it's levels when it comes to your local HBCU. It is. It is. Some have better um, alumni who um, are able to contribute and donate, but even still, mm-hmm. with the income gap in America, it's only but so much that yeah. we can, that the alumni can donate. Correct. It's like, yeah, it's like it can't be just like two black billionaires funding it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. It's just not. And it's like, I'm sorry, Ed, what did you think was going to happen? Oh my gosh, come in and save us. Because one, I looked at like one, is it, there are a lot of PWIs that are run terribly. Terribly. Did it get turned on, turned, like torn down about it? Depends on who you talk to, but not really. But I saw when it comes to the students who are at Bethune-Cookman right now, none of what I am saying, and I can say that, has anything to do with how they feel because they are in the trenches of that. Because let's be very clear, going to college is not free. So if they have an issue, I have no problem with that. This is the issue with Ed Reed. You walked in there with your money and your deep pockets not that deep, um, and get and sold those boys a pipe dream. I'm gonna come in here and fix this because one is like there's allegations of that they're sharing helmets. They got to wash their own uniforms. 
a lot. And it's like, oh, this is, oof, boy. I, it's like, you want to go? I hope that is not true. No interim president is going to sit on the um, television and say, of course, they got to do it because that's just what we got to do. Of course, he's going to say that's not true. Even if it is true. I don't know if it is. It's, it's alleged. These kids who are living in the trenches of Bethune cooking, they do not need somebody selling them a fucking pipe dream when you ain't even got no, you don't officially work here. For you, you were treating this like this was a charity case. And that is a poor, that is a broken mentality. Do not come to an HBCU with a white savior complex with black skin. I swear they will run your ass up off that campus. But the kids, it's, I feel so bad for them. Because all they're like, we just want, he said he's going to make something better. He is the football coach. He's not Bob Johnson. He ain't coming here to fix everything. Highlighting the broken parts of an HBCU to white people is not the way to move. And Edward, you should know better than that. But when you've been a rich nigga for a little bit too long, you have forgotten some things. And I cannot believe as softballed as Shannon Sharp was with Prime, because Prime is his friend, for him to say, Ed handled this poorly. I'm like, yeah, that's interesting that you're saying that because you're not wrong. I think it's interesting because I'm like, you're all, you're you're kind of being somewhat fair and and level because Ed Reed's not your friend. I peeped you. I'm like Shannon. I like you being honest, but Ed, you could have done better, and that's very disappointing. I think he had good intentions. It's the impact that everybody is talking about. Yeah, that's just disappointing, and it's just heartbreaking because one. Those kids are the ones that suffering, not Ed Reed. He told himself, I'm like, I'm, I'll be financially fine. Yeah, you will. You will pack up your circus and leave town. Meanwhile, there are kids who still have moldy things. There are kids who do not have adequate housing facilities. We're talking about them. Fuck you and your ego. It's about them, not you. And it's raggedy. Just raggedy. And I'm just disappointed. And you sitting around like, cause one, you're like, I'm crying about this. I'm like, you're crying about your ego. You don't give a fuck about these children as a whole, because if you did, you would actually think about this. Before you spoke. It's like, you would have realized like, man, I should have never done this. And I was wrong. Not sit up here. Like I can't, but I could have came down here and fixed things. How Edward quickly tell us quickly, quickly. How are you as the football coach going to fix things when you don't give a fuck about HBCUs? Tell me. You don't have an answer. Go over there, go cry in your car and leave us alone. That's, it's just heartbreaking. It really is. It's like, what the hell? Really? It's bad enough when, when white we have spent like a whole demon presidency of white people shitting on HBCs for y'all niggas to turn around and do it too. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? 
Now I'm getting uh, mad. Now I'm getting mad. Now I'm getting mad. Because I think about all them white people like, y'all got y'all own schools. Do you know why they had to fucking make HBCUs? And believe me, there are like other oppressed groups. They got their own schools too. Why? Because y'all wouldn't let us in y'all just to go to school. How dare you want to like read like us? How dare you want to learn? Making me mad. I can't. I swear. Y'all need to treat him like y'all treated like Baltimore treated Charles Barkley. Get the fuck out of our city. Listen. Period. Period. His ass out. They're like y'all. Charles Barkley is not welcome in Baltimore, and real ones know why. He's not welcome in the state of Maryland. How about that? It's like girl. They're like who the fuck you talking to? Every time I think about it, I'm like, they ran Charles Barkley out of Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> oh my God. But I'm sorry. Any final thoughts on Edward Reed? He fucked around and he found out. He I'm... fucked around and he found out. But yeah, making that video was not the it's just it's just the no-no because even listen, if he was going to a white school and did the same thing, he would have been met with the same fate. Correct. You don't talk shit about your institution you're going to. If you're going there to make a um a difference, then you should have been there to, to why didn't you go there to clean up? Why didn't you call somebody with a remediation company or um an infrastructure company to kind of help them rebuild? Mm-hmm. It's a lot you could have did other than simply talking shit and putting them on blast like that. Correct. But that wasn't helping either. No. It's like hurricanes are like destructive to just someone's home imagine when it comes to a underfunded university that probably already had damage prior to it you correct. never correct because wasn't it back-to-back hurricanes yeah it was like two yeah so it's like sir it's like read the room are you serious right now i'm coming in here like what listen here kazam it's yeah and that's really what it is that's what it boils down to niggas need to learn how to read the room it's like come on girl like i am kazam sir either get your boom box that's a genie lamp and fix shit or shut the fuck up or move out of the way for people who actually care niggas need to learn how to read the room and that's the biggest takeaway from 2023 so far correct and he like he he did not play this correctly at all, and it, the truth is, what nothing's in writing. Well, he didn't sign no contract, so technically, mm-hmm. no, you can go, you can Since go. So, because if he did, it's like he would have been reprimanded, which he should have. It's like, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kids who are living there, yeah, they can do that shit because hey, I'm saying they're children, but they're young adults. But let's be very they clear, they're just literally out their mama's house. They don't count. And if somebody blow into town going, I'm a fix this. Listen here. Why are you selling them kids a monorail? And that's what you came in there and did. And when your feelings got hurt, you out. And you let these kids do all this work. Um, Excuse me. They have bigger things to do than to deal with your feelings. Um, I need a glass of wine. Let me calm down. I'm going to put a button on this. 
I'm sure <laughs> we're going to hear more about this. Mm-hmm. And that's for another day. Um, Because <clears throat> Roland Martin and his ascot are coming to the campus of Bethune-Cookman to do a town hall. They booked the town hall? I don't think he booked it. He keep talking about it now. He had the interim president. He had Ed Reed. He had the um, student body president. He had some of the football players. So apparently this is going to turn into, God, I hope not a love and hip hop reunion, but, or a real housewives reunion or rock of love. Yeah, I'm naming, I'm gonna start naming like um, white reality shows. Then I talk into no Bob Wobbs reunion, okay? We don't need Drita mm. on site. Mm. No. But yeah, Roland is knowing him. He's had his ass kind of adjusted. He already getting this together. So we're probably going to hear about some town hall that's going to be happening in the Bethune Cookman. With everybody on the same stage, hopefully not Ed Reed, but the student body president, the athletes, and the interim president. And if that, and if Roland is going, I'm pretty sure he's going to have clips or it's going to be televised or at least being live on his YouTube channel. <clears throat> I don't mind it, but part of me is just like, please don't air this in front of white people because they don't need this. Okay. Yeah, this, this is, is an internal business. conversation. This is an in-house conversation. It needs to stay in-house, but this is what happens when people like, I got coming in and save y'all. Sir, you can't even save your hair. Let me shut up. Don't do it. Let me shut up. Edward is one of my it. favorite ravens. I gotta shut up. Because just <laughs> let me be quiet. But yeah, y'all. I put a button on it. We have a show. The reason I asked Cook to be here is because Cook is one of my favorite HBCU graduates. extremely (laughs) smart and I get really tired of hearing people talk about people who graduated for HBCUs I'm like I only know smart niggas that graduated from HBCUs per I don't know where y'all getting these from I'm like oh it's like one the educating HBCUs is not subpar and I'm I'm going to need y'all to stop doing that because you want to complain about a problem but you don't want to help fix it if you think it's so subpar What are you doing to fix it? Who are you talking to? Are you talking to any of your local government officials who can do something about it? How are we not talking about the federal level that one, HBCU should have a lot more funding than they get? Because they cut it every year, by the way. Yeah. Or they funnel it over to um, white schools. Correct. Blatantly. Because how do you think Brett Favre could steal from the welfare fund in Mississippi for a school? A school that nobody don't really know about, a very small school, and who probably has more money than Bethune-Cookman. They could afford to do this, and they are literally stealing from people on welfare. By the way, most people who use welfare are actually white people, but that's not the point. Brett Favre could afford to just endow that school with money. And instead, he stole it. Allegedly. Let me keep saying allegedly. He did that shit. (laughs) I'm trying not to get sued. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) 
He on Mike, allegedly. Mm-hmm. But Cook, thank you for being here. Please tell everybody how they can find you and your show. Yes, you can me um, at Instagram at highly inappropriate underscore spanet and you can find me on Twitter at high spanet and new episodes coming soon. Yay! Yay! Just gotta record them, but they coming. <laughs> <laughs> I just got recorded, but they coming. I don't blame me. It's like, oh, they coming. I'm like, don't worry, y'all. She's like, she is something is look here. Sometimes you gotta mix the batter before you bake it. So she gotta mix the batter. It's coming. Yeah, I'm in I'm chefing. I'm in the kitchen. Yes. Chef Curry with the pot. (laughs) Just saying. Um, but yes, thank you so much for being here, Cook. Y'all, this has been the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I will try not to be angry next week. I don't know. Maybe, probably not. But I will be back next week with more folks. Um, I just want to let you know, Kennedy is coming back. I'm trying to, I got to get stuff together. There's some people that I want in the pike and I just got to get it together. My boy, Brandon, one of the one of, one of the black dudes named Brandon that I know because I know a whole bunch of them will be back too. So I'm putting things together because um, I will tell you, this is just preemptive. I will tell y'all there may be a, like a little bit of a break for Mocha Minutes because the um, first anniversary of my father's death is coming up. So, oh, um, and I just for some I use D instead of passing, but yes, his passing. It, there may be a hiatus. I will just let y'all know that. So it may be me recording and just getting a wonderful person to help me um, edit and batch and record and put it out so that I can take a mental break. But that is something I'm still toying with. So please pray for me and for my family. Um, Play for the Nichols family. Pray for the family and parents of children that go to Bethune-Cookman or any HBCU in this country because y'all playing in their faces. And, And we be tired. Okay. I love you. I love us for real. We have in-house problems that we need to stop having out in the backyard for white people to see. Because they don't need ammunition to hate us. They don't need our help. Please stop helping them. Okay. Well, this has been the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I will be back. To be honest, and when you really think about it, that is actually what that song conveys. That is actually where cisgender women and trans women meet. Because it actually takes it out of biology. Okay? So the song is about her finding this the love of her life that makes her feel like a natural woman. Why would a cisgender woman, she has the vagina, she has she was born this way, all that kind of stuff. Why would she feel like an unnatural woman? Why would she need that validation? Because the world is making her feel less than womanly. Especially if you are a black woman, you really resonate with this because the world around you is telling you that your hair is too nappy, your skin is too dark, your body is too masculine, it's too big, and your attitude is too stank and too aggressive and blah, 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 blah. So you meet this man who makes you feel like a woman because he loves you and makes you feel cared for. This song is about that feeling. You know who else resonates with that? Trans women. 
mm-hmm. when we're in love and a man is loving us and making us feel great, or somebody, not even a romantic love, somebody who loves us and care and affirms us is making us feel like a damn natural woman. That is actually where these two groups, cisgender and transgender, actually meet. And that ain't got nothing to do with natural or biology. That's social structure. That is socializing. That is how the world is making you feel. It ain't got nothing to do with how you came out of the vagina. You had to make this song because you wasn't feeling like a natural woman. You were feeling unnatural and, un- and misaligned with the world's narrative of you. And that's why you needed to make this song. And that's why this song resonates with so many women, cisgender or trans. Sometimes we gotta have, we wanna have that feeling. We wanna have that feeling like, ooh, we are in our feminine energy. We are in our feminine bag. And you are acknowledging it. The vagina was not enough. The motherhood was not enough. The period was not enough. You needed more. You needed your community or your love to acknowledge it. <laughs> oh, that's where we meet. That's where we can find common ground so we can have a sisterhood and build a sisterhood so we can fight the real enemy. And that's not necessarily about a man. It could be you can get that feeling from your lesbian lover. You can get that feeling from your family. It doesn't have to be romantic. You can get that feeling where somebody actually sees you. I see. I see the woman in you. I see you. And we all want that. We love Aretha Franklin over here on this here podcast. (laughs) You got to do way more than an old ass song to get us to rally against a black female icon. Not always.